What's up, you guys, and welcome to Meet the Browns with Danielle and Michael. We are really excited about this week's podcast and so excited that you guys are here with us and joining in us and having these conversations about life and marriage and everything that goes on in between. So we have a really important topic for you guys today. How do you handle your spouse's heart, right? The power of the tongue, how you can speak life into your spouse, or quite frankly, you can damage your spouse with how you choose to handle their heart. You know, the thing about marriage is you truly become the closest person to your spouse. They've let you in, they trust you, they've given you access to the inner parts of them, right? Marriage is truly unlike any other human connection on this planet and God ordained it to be that way. The most important question in a relationship is how will you handle the heart that they've given you access to? For a lot of people, especially myself, that can be a really scary thing, giving your heart over to someone. They essentially have the power to harm you. Will you encourage them or will you use your words to tear your partner down? And that's an important question. And we urge you to encourage each other intentionally. And we really just wanted to share a couple of ideas with you guys today that we found that have worked for us around this topic. So number one, think before you speak, then act on your spouse's behalf. Ooh, this is a big one for me. So reacting immediately to something can be harmful because it's usually based on how a comment or action made you feel. The focus of that instant reaction is your feelings. What if before reacting to something, we stopped, took a second, first thought about how our response would make our spouse feel, and then how our response could affect them? What if our main focus was to show them we love them in our response? I think that's good. Um, For me, when I think about that, to think before you speak, um, then act on your spouse's behalf, I think about um, different things that you can say that can be harmful to your spouse in different situations that um, no matter how your day is going, what's going on, we all have those situations where um, you may have had a tough day on the job. You come home, um, your your wife or spouse may ask you something very, very easy, like, hey, you know, what do you want for dinner? And you might say something in response to that, like, you know, I really don't care. Well. Just you saying that small phrase, you know, I really don't care, and the tone in which that you that you use uh, can affect them in a way where now your spouse is going around the rest of the day with a crappy attitude because they got that from you. They didn't get that from them. They were actually in a happy, jovial mood before you came home, had a tough day on the job, which they don't know because you haven't communicated that yet, and now. Uh, both of you are are angry and not speaking to each other, but it really emanated from what you had to say and your attitude and those type of things. So that's what I think about when I think about that point. Yeah, I think that's huge. And I think something Mike and I talk about often, you guys, is transfer of energy, right? So it's like, that's exactly what he's explaining is, you know, you came home, you had a bad day, you say something to your spouse and that energy, that negative day that you've had now immediately is transferred to them, right? When they did nothing, quite frankly, to have to acquire how you were feeling. I think this point or this this topic of around thinking before you speak is so huge for me because I tend to respond with my emotions. I'm a cancer. I am extremely emotional. My husband will tell you guys, I, I leave with feelings probably before I even think about logic, right? I, I know that about myself. And that's something I've really had to work on in our marriage is, you know, understanding that my initial reaction, which is probably fiery, is in my feelings. If I take a step back, 
and think, hey, how am I'm about to respond? How is that going to impact my husband? Completely changes the tone of how I would have originally approached the, the situation, which probably would have ended up escalating into an argument, right? So that's been a lot of self-work for me of seeing that, hey, you know, take a moment, take yourself back, don't do your initial response and really put yourself in the perspective of the other person and how they're going to receive what you're about to say. And I promise, I think that'll change the whole trajectory of the conversation that you're going to have. I perfectly uh, agree with that. And I think that just from a male's perspective, you just have to be aware and, and understand that, you know, sometimes the, the, you think the world that may revolve around you and it really doesn't. It, it really revolves around your spouse. And what you have once you realize that, then you're very cognizant of the words in which that you choose and really what you may say at certain key moments in time. Me personally, I'm a very jovial person. I'm also very extremely sarcastic. And I think my sarcastic humor is for everyone. He totally uh, does, y'all. <laughs> which is not necessarily true. So I could be telling you a joke or joking about something and you have no idea that I'm actually joking. You may actually think like, is this dude really serious or not? And I've even gotten that from my spouse, which is a funny situation where she's looking at me and saying, are you sick? Like what? Like you need to be serious right now. Cause you're about to, you know, mess, you know, uh, piss me off. My thing is that's not my intent. My intent is just to be jovial, sarcastic Mike. Well, that's doesn't call every situation. doesn't call for that. Uh, so I realized that there's different Michaels for different occasions. And I need to make sure I pull out the right one, depending on what the occasion is. So mm, that's a, that's huge. So yeah, you guys, so that's point number one, right? So thinking before you speak and then acting on your spouse's behalf, basically making sure you're taking their considerations and how they're going to react your, to your comments into, into consideration before you speak. You know, the second one uh, point that we found that works really well for us is remembering why you love your spouse and express it. So I will say this is one that's been, you know, a constant thing that we've had to work on in our marriage because life can get crazy busy. And to be honest, it's simple to grow complacent and lazy with effort around communication, right? So make sure to maintain a focus on why you love your spouse, why you guys got together in the first place, and most importantly, express it. And I think for women, that is a huge one to express your love. You know, say it to them, write a letter, encourage them, speak words that give life by reminding her what you love about her. And I think this one is so huge because we, especially during the pandemic, especially during what's going on with COVID and in our country right now, you know, people are spending more time together than ever before. And this is an amount of time, and Mike and I joke about this all the time, this is probably the most time that we've spent together since we've gotten married. I mean, we're both, you know, have been home. And um, while that's a great opportunity, it also needs to be quality time, right? If we're just sitting next to each other on our phones, we're not engaging, we're not dialoguing, um, we're not figuring out ways to still have fun with all of this time that we have. Is it really quality time? Is Am I really expressing my love for him if I'm not fully engaged into him um, when I'm having conversations with him? So, you know, this is a big one for us. And this is one that we continue to evolve and work on. We've got two small kids, right? So balancing that with life is just crazy and how to make sure that we're not complacent and, and being lazy and how we approach one another, because by quite frankly, and I'm sure a lot of you understand by the end of the day, we're exhausted. So um, this is a big one. I'm making sure that we express love and going back and remembering 
you know, for those of you that don't know, Mike and I met in the gym, right? The, the cute guy I saw across from the gym with the great smile, like remembering what drew me to my husband in the first place and expressing that and expressing that he's doing something funny, y'all. So in expressing that um, to him in the word, in the way that he receives it, Mike is really big on physical like expression and hugs and affection. And he said, I always call him my big, you know, cuddly bear and, and making sure that I'm speaking a language to him that he knows how much I love him and that I'm able to express that. So I don't know, babe, what are your thoughts about, you know, remembering why you love your spouse and expressing it? First and foremost, uh, she recognized probably the body more <laughs> so than the smile. So it was the body in the gym and the flexing and everything else. That's what originally came in. So I want to be clear just about that part of how we met. But, you know, when you think about expressing, you know, your your love for your for your spouse or significant other, uh, we all think, we think we know about that, right? I mean, that's something obvious, like, you know, you meet somebody, whether it's high school, sweetheart, love, or, you know, later on when you're, you're getting older, like, you think that you know what that actually looks like. Like, I know how I express love. Like, I know how to, like, and to be realistic, not everybody knows. I know for myself, it is, for me, the way that I was really brought up is that you really, you know, show uh, your significant other, um, you know, love through, you know, consistency, you know, being there every day, doing the things that uh, a man is really supposed to do. And through that, that person will realize how much you love and care about them because they will see the sacrifices that you make every day. They'll see how hard you work. They'll see the consistency that you're doing this day in and day out. And man, that like the Marlboro man, they'll see that and be like, man, you don't need to say anything. I know how much this dude cares about me. Well, that's not always the case. You know, Danielle needs more. Like she needs to actually, I could be looking at her and it's like, she needs to actually hear uh, that you love, that you love her. And if like, you don't say that and you don't show that and you don't write that or you don't do some of these things, um, it's going to go periods of time where she's going to think, and, and my wife is beautiful, but at the same time, she's still going to think, well, the guy at the, the, the at the car wash is going to say, hey, baby, what's going on? You know, <laughs> looking good there, you know, man, you. I wish, I wish, uh, you know, I had something like you. I love you. Everything. You know how guys be talking when they don't have somebody, but then she comes home and then here you are with your feet up on the couch you know, looking like Al Bundy. And she's like, well, I mean, when are you going to, when are you going to say something? You know, so as a man, you have to understand your, your, your woman is going to get that love and attention from other people. But the first person that she should get that from is you. And I think all men, including myself, that is a continuous work in progress because that's not something that I think any man will ever say they got that 100% down at every season or every moment in their marriage. That's something that you have to be constantly aware of. You got to see it, you got to feel it, and then you got to pull yourself back to where it really needs to be. And Danielle and I are, you know, I think we're, we're growing in that department. We still want to be better, but we do realize when we're kind of, you know, drifting apart a little bit, 
And then that's when you need to incorporate, you know, date nights. You need to uh, incorporate a day where, you know, or, or a night where, look, there's no technology Tuesdays or whatever you need to do to make sure that you are focusing in on each other and expressing that love for one another. I love that. That was really, really good. I think um, from the woman's perspective, so, and, and Mike was spot on, right? I think women need to hear it, need to feel it, need to understand it. It's got to be like a tangible thing that we can hold on to, right? But ladies, let's be honest on the flip side, from an encouragement standpoint, um, from expressing love to your husband, it's, it's through action, right? So it's through actions of the things that you do, of the ways that I try to take care of my husband. But more importantly, what I think is really important for men, it's how you encourage your husband. And I think for men, there is no one on this planet that can make a man not believe in himself as much as a wife. I mean, would you would you agree with that, babe? Oh, I agree. Yeah. We've all seen it. <laughs> what was that movie we watched? And the, the woman was like, you ain't never going to be nothing. Yeah. What you going to do? Yeah. And I think as, as wives, you guys, we've got to understand the power of the tongue, right? So what we say to our husbands and how we pour into them ultimately affects the the man that they will be right when they go out into the world so this point number two is really important just remembering why you love your spouse and expressing it and making sure that you guys are pouring into one another making sure that you are you know being up to date and being just as constant as you can be with communication and just trying not to grow you know lazy are complacent in your relationship. And we say that with full transparency that we hit those road marks. So I, I don't want anyone to think that if you're married, every single day is gonna be extremely exciting and you're not gonna go through these lulls of where life you know, hits and you you know, drift a little bit and maybe you're not talking as much as you should be or not you know, waxing the romantic poetry. It, it, it just happens. And I think to Mike's point, You've got to auto-correct it, recognize it, and come back to this point of remembering why you love your spouse, why it's important to pour into them, why it's important to invest in that time in making sure that your relationship is still in a good place, and most importantly, expressing the love that you have for them. So again, you guys, we really hope you and your spouse enjoy a marriage that is mutually encouraging, right? And I think that is the biggest thing. It, both parties have to encourage one another. There's nothing like encouragement from your spouse. Like we said before, words have the power to give life or death in, in all seriousness. And choosing life-giving words is a sure way to make sure that your marriage feels safe and that your marriage is thriving. So again, just a few ideas on how to really handle your spouse's heart. Think before you speak, then act on your spouse's behalf. Remember why you love him or her and express it. We really hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. We always enjoy you guys being here with us. We appreciate it, everybody. We will see you again next time. Meet the Browns.